On the Record with White House correspondent April Ryan. It's indeed an honor to sit here before the great Vivica A. Fox. Not only am I saying it's an honor, she is a black woman who's shown her stripes Mm -hmm. in a business that's white male. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we watched you on that Patti LaBelle show way back in the day. But after that, you became a movie maker. You became a supporter, a political, I guess, activist, if you will, for the Obamas. Mm -hmm. You're out there and you're talking about every day I'm hustling, Vivica A. Fox, with your latest project, your book. Talk to me about the hustle in a time such as this. Every day I'm hustling. The main reason why I decided to do the book, to make it a motivational memoir. I'm a very proud woman in my 50s and I understand yes hey Hey, I'm 51 soon yes how hard it is to achieve success Mm -hmm. and then maintain Mm -hmm. success so the main reason why I decided to do the book was to share my secrets of my success Mm -hmm. um I'm in a business like you said a lot of people get they get in the business they get chewed up and they get spit out yeah and don't have longevity and don't have longevity and I have found for me versatility has Mm -hmm. equaled the key to my longevity I do movies Mm -hmm. I do television shows I do hosting I'm a brand ambassador for the Vivica Fox hair collection I'm now an author I do stage productions you know like I share those secrets with everybody like don't get hustled every day be about your hustle Mm -hmm. hey just came up with that (laughs) y'all and you know you are funny so I was at Essence I was at Essence and my panel discussion my panel discussion was um, black women in the new world order yes and you know there was a time when you know everyone just thought oh if you have that one nine to five and you just Mm -hmm. you can rely on that with benefits but the times have changed particularly for black women we are now um, head of household Mm -hmm. head of corporations yeah and, and but we we don't necessarily have that other partner there to help us. Yeah. How important is it? I mean, you you're a shining example, but some people feel they just can't do it. Mm. How important is it in today's economic climate for single women, mm-hmm. such as yourself, mm-hmm. myself as well, in their fifties, or even younger, to find the hustle, not just rely on that capped income yes. from so-and-so from mm-hmm. working at such-and-such. Such. Yeah. You know, how important is it right now? Well, I, I share that in the book, to build your dream squad. And when I say build your dream squad, get people that get you, that see things for you that you may not even see for yourself. Like, let's take, for instance, me becoming a pub, uh, an author happened because of my publicist, B.J. Coleman. B.J. was like, Vivica, I think it's time for you to do a book. And I was like, wait, hold it, hold it. You know, I got more living to do. He's like, no, you don't have to do your autobiography. We can do a motivational memoir. Mm -hmm. Vivica, you look good. You're having a resurgence in your career. Mm -hmm. Why not share those secrets with others? Mm -hmm. And that's how that came about. Then my business partner, she saw the Vivica Fox hair collection for me. You know, and I'm being in a business that, honey, I done wore more wigs, more weaves than most. That she was like, you should get a piece of that pie. And when she brought the opportunity to me, now we're going on 10 years. We've been renewed for another four. Mm. And it's really made my life more comfortable so I don't have to be so thirsty or so so mm. hungry for the next job. Like that bonus income that came in from that 
now allows me to do other things. Some people call it mail money when that extra check Ooh, comes baby. in. baby. Okay. Yes. <laughs> when that extra check comes check, in. Check, 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 your, uh, check your account. That's what I like. Yeah. So what is the secret? How do we find the motivation and get that squad? I mean, like-minded people. Sometimes it's hard because, you know, we as sisters, mm-hmm. we can be hard on one another as well as hard on ourselves. I tell people to learn to get people around you who get you. Um, I've had to do a lot of cleaning house lately, to be very honest with you, and not afraid of cleaning house. Mm-hmm. And that you got to watch who's on your team and who's those naysayers and, and people that are just negative mm-hmm. and just not good for you, that all they do is just take, 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 take. If they're not bringing pluses and bonuses to your life, shut them. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember years ago in the mm-hmm. East Room of the White House, there was an event, I mean, there were many events yes. at, the, at the White House under the Obamas. Yes. Former President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama would host events, and they were proud to host events with a lot of African Americans, and you were there quite yes, a bit. I was. Yesterday versus today. Mm. Times have changed. How do we hold on to our hustle when some people feel the rug is being cut out from us, from the highest office in the land? By paying attention. I don't think I've ever watched political TV so much in my life. What are you seeing? I pay attention. Oh my gosh, I'm seeing a very ugly climate. Uh, I'm seeing a leader in our country that embarrasses me. Mm. Um, I'm seeing division. I'm seeing racism rear its ugly head like we haven't experienced in years. And we got comfortable with the Obama administration because they worked so hard for us to have comfort. And I don't think that we all even appreciate all the sacrifices that he made for us, him and Michelle, that we forgot and we got comfortable. And now with this new guy in who's not, who says he wants to make America great again, no, he wants to make America white again. And that's why you're seeing white people speak out and say some of the most racist things I think I've ever seen in my life against children, against separating families, that there are things that just literally break your heart that where is y'all, where's y'all, where's y'all humanity? Is it that important for y'all to be back on top that y'all have lost all sense of, uh, uh, of, of, of morals and decency? And that hurts me. It really hurts me to see that because I have a saying, united we stand, divided we fall. And I don't want to see this country fall apart. So what I'm asking everybody is to really pay attention to the uh, midterm elections, to make sure that we vote, uh, to not get too comfortable and sit back, and don't let them continue to separate us because we have to care. We live in the greatest country in the world, in my honest opinion, and we, we need to recapture our glory. We really do. So as passionate as you are, I mean, and I watch many of your shows, some of them go straight to Netflix. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I was like, that's fine. Yeah, and, and I, Hallmark. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And I was like, I said, when did she come out with this? Because I'm watching yes. you all the time. Yes. Um, on my downtime on the weekends when I'm away from the White House and the kids. Aww. And, um, but have you ever thought about doing something political? political? Because you are the embodiment of that black woman who... Barack Obama said, you know, you are the change that you seek. You know, talking about every day I'm hustling. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about doing a show that's political? I mean, and there there could be be repercussions. Yeah. Thank you very much. That could be very fun for me. Um, 
I actually have a film that's coming out where I play the fat first African American black president. Oh, in a okay. sci-fi film called okay. um, what's it called? Oh my gosh, what's it called? What's it called? It's called Crossbreed. Crossbreed. It's a sci-fi film that's going to be coming out. Mm -hmm. And I was very honored when they actually picked me to be the president. I was like, yes, okay, because it was right after Hillary lost. So who did you channel, Hillary or Michelle? Or a Black? combination of two. Okay. A combination of both of them. Really? I really did. Absolutely, because. Gosh, I wish Michelle would run. She's I know not she's going tired. To. I know, I know, I know, but I can dream. And Damn it. And they're, they're Don't scared. take that away they're from scared. me. I know, April. I know. They're scared for her and Oprah to run. Well, I don't think we should be afraid. In this climate when it's street politics. Yes, but I don't think that we should be afraid. Diplomas I don't think gone. that we should have fear stand in the way of first of all first of all, two things would happen. Mm -hmm. The first female president and then if we had an African American female president, what? So what would happen yes, with the first girls. <laughs> Yes, girls. Give me five. Give me yes. five. She said, Okay, I feel right. you on that. What would happen? We'd get some damn order back. Okay, because right now they're just out of control. You know, I just really believe, because that's what you need sometimes as a woman, to come in there and just clean things up. And I think that that's what we really need. I do. I would I would vote for them. Let's put it that way. You would vote for a black woman? Of course. Oprah or Michelle. We got to have the right black women in there. Now, we, I ain't just saying any old sister just show up. We got to have the ones in there that we respect and we believe that have the experience. So what you're saying is just because they're, they're our color doesn't mean they're our kind. There was one more that I would recommend would Who? be Maxine. Ma Ma Maxine, Maxine, what's it, Maxine Waters? Maxine Waters. Yes, exactly. From. Love her. And she's under attack. They're trying to censure her. They want her to leave Congress because of what she said. She's not going anywhere. I love that about her. I love, it. I love her just like I love you because y'all are in a house of sharks. I Literally. swim with sharks you every day. You swim with sharks every single day, and I admire. I told you as soon as I saw you today oh, that when I see you on TV and you're speaking up, I'm like, there's my girl. Get him. Get him. Right. Get him. Get him. I'm cheerleading from you. And Right. I'm going to start on Twitter when I start seeing them. I'm going to start tweeting you. Okay. I'll let right. you know. We're going to follow each other. We're going to follow right. each other today. Right. Yeah, yes. but I'm very proud of your courage because oh it takes a lot. You know, because I know everybody's like, you got to be politically correct. But when things are not going right, for you to stand up and have the courage to stand up, I commend you. Thank you. Yes. So, and Maxine. Yes. Yes. Tell me about your, your life as a child. I mean, you are a strong black woman. I mean, I see you out there on Twitter. You got somebody. I'm not going to say who it was, but you got somebody straight last. I'm not going to say a word. I was like, ooh. This we gonna say, that's not our kind. Ooh. Okay, okay. Moving on. Oh, yeah. Yes. We don't do toxic girls. I yeah. need you for, yes, I need you to come with me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the briefing room, personal life. I love this. Yeah. So, but anyway, no, but I see your strength. I see you mm -hmm. on Twitter. You, 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 you don't hold back and you, you tell it like it is. Who were your parents to you? What were they to you? How did they raise you? Did, did they raise you to be the woman that you are today? Or did they say, you know, were they like some of the other parents back in that time when we were born, you know, things are changing, but you know, just hold on. We don't know. People, people were afraid back then. They never imagined us. My mother was very afraid for me because I left home when I was 17 years mm. old and I was raised by a single mother. I mean, me and my father, we had a wonderful relationship and I actually dedicate my book to his memory. Mm. Um, but they separated when I was four years old. So I was raised by a very strong African-American woman mm -hmm. who worked two jobs and still was a good disciplinarian as, as well. Don't mess up in Evelyn's house because you would get janked real quick, okay? Y'all know that word, yanked, real quick, right? Mm. I was a janked. 
Y'all would just get janked. Yeah, Y'all, you just get janked real quick. Don't do that. And she used to say she worked two jobs. She worked two jobs. She was hustling yeah, for Yeah, she really was. Yeah. So um, she always instilled a wonderful work ethic in me. Mm-hmm. That just because you're cute, don't think that things are just going to be given to you. And I appreciate her for that. Um, my dad um, was my best friend. You know, he taught me a lot about being outgoing, mm-hmm. loving at, uh, sports and stuff like that. But I definitely got my work ethic from my mother. Uh, I would say the reason why I am as strong as I am is because of my mother. Because she, but also my mother was afraid. Because I'll never forget I had a job one time in a bank and I hated it. I was like, mother, I can predict what I'm going to do every single day. And it's not my spirit. And she said, girl, but that job got benefits. Don't, you ain't going to get no good job like that. So she was afraid for me. And I said, Mom, I got to step out on faith. This is not my future. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. She said, all right, but don't you come calling me asking for no money because I ain't going to loan you nothing. So that was a good lesson for me to um, not give up. And I, I went and I worked a couple of jobs until I made it, started making. Um, I mean, I'm still working on a soap opera. Really? When I was, I was working on a soap opera and I was still waiting on tables. Because when I first started on generation, uh, Generations, I only worked one or two days a week. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to work at L.A. Pasta and Pizza, and on the weekend, I could make $400 in tips. So I was like, look here now, that's $2,000 a month, Learning you know, with my little salary. So, you know, and it wasn't until literally a young lady looked up at me and said, aren't you on Generations? And I was like, yeah, but I'm off today. So what would you like on your pizza? And would you like some soda with that? And I kept it moving. But to me, that was like a turning point. Mm. I was like, okay, I've got it either or. And then they started giving me more days. So in our final minutes, I'm so thankful for this moment with you. Thank um, you. Who do you think that um, black women should vote for? Um, you got a lot of black women running. Yes. You got you got uh, Stacey Abrams in, in Georgia, and they're trying to make sure that she becomes the governor of Georgia. I mean, you got a lot of people, black people out there yes. who feel that their vote doesn't count, first of all. Mm. Still, in 2018, what do you say to black America as they're trying to get their hustle on? Yes. You know, about the midterms. You brought the midterms up. Yes. What do you think? What would you tell them about voting? That we have to learn that every vote does count. Uh, we saw last time that basically someone who wasn't qualified to become president of the United States, he ran an electoral college president, uh, ele- uh, campaign. The electoral, the, the electoral college uh, yeah. elected him. Yeah. Elected him. Whereas he, he completely lost, lost by the popular vote yeah. by three million votes. But we have to really realize, get out there, vote. Be involved in your community. Care about your community. Don't just say, oh, you know, that's just, that's for the white folks or that's for somebody else. It's like, care about your country and your community. Mm-hmm. Vote. Pay attention. Is it about the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, or is it about just voting? For me? Oh, well, you know, it's about the Democratic Party for me. <laughs> you ain't got no shame in my game about that. Yeah. No, ma'am. I'm, I've, I've been a staunch Democrat and supported the Democrat Party from as long as I've been able to vote. From Bill Clinton to Al Gore, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton. I've always been out there getting out and vote, kissing babies, hugging people, and telling people to vote. And I will continue. Who should run? Who should run for president this next go round on the Democratic side? What was my man name? Cory Booker? Yes, Cory! Why did I say Cory because you know what I'd like. Corey's another one that'll let them know when they're wrong too. Mm-hmm. He's outspoken. What about Kamala He's smart. Harris? Kamala in time. She okay. could be the vice president. Oh, that'd be a good old tip. Wait a minute. Barack Obama told me when he was senator. I said, 
And I, and I put this in my first book. So I said, Did, would you ever think about being vice president? He said, why would I be vice president when I could be president? I said, Whoa! Oh! Yeah, so well, on, that, on that note, <laughs> drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Vivica A. Fox, I love you. Thank I you love so you much. Sister. Thank you. No Thank God bless y'all. Vote, vote, yeah. vote. With this week's On the Record, I'm AURN White House correspondent April Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe to On the Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. On the Record, a product of American Urban Radio Network. Thanks.